put the time in, the prep. Great. Welcome to the Connect the Dots Gambling Podcast. With me, your host, Andrew, my dad, Mickey. We're here to talk NFL football at you. We had a week off. We were both traveling. Yeah, you were at the Cape. I went, uh, yeah, I went east. You went west. How was, uh, how was your trip? Uh, Missouri's interesting. St. Sure. Louis uh, lost four days in a row at the casinos. Spent uh, right. two Checks days out. at the Hollywood, one day at the Maristar, and, and got unfortunately lost money the whole whole way around. Uh, cool. Went to the Cardinals game, which you know. Redbirds, yep. Championship club seat, so that was great. So you can like open up the balcony, sit right there, and then you mm-hmm. got seats below as well. You get two sets of seats. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, you can just stay inside if you want. Sure. You just get pancaked with free drinks and food, so... Shout out to my cousin John. Thank you so much for Shout taking us. Johnny. Can make sure you get the uh, download so you can listen to us. Sure. That's great on Andrew. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. I must say though, here's the thing. Rose hates to leave early. Mm-hmm. And John and his wife. She's a big up. proponent of if you're going to an event. Yeah, stay you really should. The event. And in in all fairness, John has three small children, two twin boys, and a little girl. And sure. You know, you got to get home. It's a Tuesday night. It's not just a regular night. You know, full agenda schedule. It's time, ninth, mm-hmm. and you know, want to be traffic, want to get that lift, want to get that Uber back home quick, fast, and in a hurry. So we jet, and um, and I didn't give him any shots about it, but it sure would have been nice for my first experience mm-hmm. in St. Louis. And he knows everything about the ballpark because he basically he knows every intimate detail of the ownership and players, and he's actually going to be the uh, soccer coach of uh, Goldsmith's daughter, the uh, future Hall of Famer place for the Cardinals. So, interestingly enough, your guy that's their basement rips a walk off yeah. in the tent. He's good. And they're celebrating, throwing water on everybody. The car is so fired up, but I didn't get to see it live. That's all right. Yeah, it's Overall right. impressions of the stadium as a whole? Fans better than any fans I've ever seen. No kidding. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of St. Louis's reputation. Right. They could baseball be, town. They could be fourth in attendance and last place. That type of situation. Still got to come out. Yeah, it was nice. It's a newer stadium. So we saw the best parts of it, obviously, and he knows all the ins and outs of getting in and out of the, the stadium area. So it was cool views. Can you see like the arch in the back? Yeah, interesting yeah. enough, he was telling me that all the buildings were purchased and or built by the ownership. Mm-hmm. So the ownership, imagine like across the street, there's a rooftop bar, but it's owned by ownership or um, apartments for lease, all built by ownership. So you can put anything you want at the top, light-wise. So all of the backdrop is across the street but owned by ownership, which is really Got ingenious. It. So they manufactured their own backdrop. And yeah, they really did. They didn't, yeah, exactly. Like, Pittsburgh relied on its bridges and kind of put it Pittsburgh's right Pittsburgh's beautiful. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a good call. PNC is a, a really nice ballpark and just nice views all around. And we said we were going to go. I got a good playbook for PNC Park on right. how to really set up for success. Okay. You know, we would go early and we would sit, like, at this bar area terrace for as long as we wanted before we went down to our seats. Mm-hmm. So we've got a pretty good playbook. But I'm definitely going back to St. Louis. I want to get to know um, my cousin's children and get to know them a little bit to the zoo and the museums and not be in a casino for four days. Sure. It's different when you get dropped off a casino at 8 a.m. You're not getting picked up till 5. It's a lot of pressure. It's like a, like a toddler getting dropped off at daycare. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, toddlers that lost two grand. Yeah, that kind of toddler. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Like, where's Mickey? Well, he's eating paste over in the corner. <laughs> yeah, basically it's what it was, dude, literally. Uh, so every day, Rose would get me up at 6 a.m. and we'd do breakfast and uh, she would go to work. Mm-hmm. And I'd wait till I feel ready and I would call and put my name on a list and get a lift over to the casino. Nice. 
Nice. Well, it sounds like a good time. I was the opposite. Like I said, went to North Carolina. Grandmother's 90th birthday. That's crazy. Saw some family. Saw grandma. Uh, and then went to the beach. Terrorist. She was a giant. <laughs> Threatening with holy water. Yeah, of course. Uh, went to went to the beach mostly because that's all there is to do down there. It's yeah. Beaches, Any, and uh, restaurants, shipwrecks exposed. No, but you will see that from time to time. Yeah, with the not shifting. something that we sought out. Probably the most sunburned I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Then uh, again, we recommend never do lighthouse. Apparently, yeah. Don't, don't, don't waste your time going to lighthouse. lighthouse. It's, it's not worth too intense. It's so stupid. Um, yeah, apparently you're supposed to reapply sunscreen throughout the course of your beach day. <laughs> you're not just to slather one coat on there and you're good for the day. So <laughs> You're like, ah, that didn't work out so well. Oh, it was brutal. It was brutal. But I digress. We're here to talk about NFL football. Uh, as we record, is the end of July, July 26th. So we're inching closer to the start of the regular season. How many, uh, how many weeks? We're like five or six weeks away it's not five it's not weeks. much and i probably have towards it starts already. it starts the first week of september i believe the first weekend of september so probably less than that like a month we're, we're almost there I, I probably have 40 plays in by then but futures or some just like bets on week everything as i i started writing them down i reached 13 and i know i got a few more in that i haven't looked at so it's probably time to you know maybe 30 ish summer week one for sure, sure. Sure. So week one plays. I think week one, and I've still got some time to formulate the plan, but I'm going to blind bet all the unders, just across the board, <laughs> and then uh, and then home dogs, whatever home dogs I'm betting week one. Wow. I think that's, that's a strategy. I think that's my strategy for week one, and then we'll go from there. Maybe you should just apply that to one o'clock and see how it goes. Maybe. Just. Maybe. But that's how you end up. That's how you can end up losing. Like if my shit's not working at one oh, o'clock, yeah. I pivot you to four o'clock, and then I get hammered at four o'clock. And now I'm like, <laughs> so we'll see. But that's not the purpose of today's podcast. Today. Today's podcast is for the NFC West, the last team or the last conference or division, I should say, in our conference preview. We've we've staggered and wandered our way through the rest of the NFC. So it's time to conquer the West uh, like some old prospectors searching for gold. It used to be the NFC best, but we can't really say that now. Not really. I mean, there's one Super Bowl contendy team in the division, and then one good team, and then two probably very bad teams. So if we're looking from the standings from last year, San Francisco was your division winner with a 13-4 and record. Seattle was 9-8. and Very surprising. I remember having conversations around this time last year talking about how we thought Seattle might be dog shit, like worst team in football type stuff. Yeah, we were really piling on Geno. Really piling on Geno. I think he made a lot of people... Uh, look foolish with the season he had. Uh, truly, truly surprising to see a quarterback like that bounce around a little bit in his 30s. Really came out and really, total command. Just like total really, command. Like fucking Russ sucked. Yeah, and Russ sucked. <laughs> it, it really, it really showed. And immediately I went right to my first uh, spite hate Larry David bet. Sure. And bet under on his his passing total on Russ. <laughs> no, spite. not Russ. Oh, Gino. Gino. <laughs> yeah. Because I said he was dog shit, so now I can't back off the no, ledge. No. You know, I said uh, Brian Roberts is going to average eight yards. Even too, so. even <laughs> just casual rip off eight nine yards. The first that's the first down to carry essentially. Um, the Rams were five and twelve. Horrible. Arizona was four and thirteen. Horrible. Uh, 2023 odds looking ahead. Obviously, the 49ers are your favorites to win the division at minus 160. 10.5 is their over-under. 
Uh, Seattle plus 195, eight and a half is their over-under, and then the Rams and Cardinals kind of non-factors, plus 1,000, plus 2,500 respectively to win the division. Rams over-under set at six and a half, Cardinals at four and a half. As far as teams that could win the Super Bowl from this division, the only one really worth talking about is San Francisco, at plus a thousand. The rest of them, I don't see any path to the Super Bowl for them. I think that's fair. Um, you know, when you think about the six and a half, that is a pretty low number. The four and a half, it really is approaching going backwards. Arizona and, and the Rams. Could this be the Caleb story that everybody's looking for? The storyline. Probably. Is that where you want to start? You want to start with Arizona? Yeah, let's start at the bottom and go up. I mean, there's no real upside to betting them. You know, I, I just like the QB immensely. Sure. QB is going to be the backup. Colt is probably going to start oh, the first half of the season. So, Kyler Murray's coming off an ACL injury that he suffered late last season. I think it was ACL, some type of knee injury. What do you gain by starting Colt? Losses. And, and you wow. have no other quarterback on wow, your roster. that's interesting. You, you drafted kid from Houston. Uh, in the fifth round, Clayton Toon, uh, Jeff Driscoll is involved. He's not starting any football games for you, so it's going to be the Colt McCoy show for at least the first part Where of the season. Jeff Driscoll play college? He played at Florida. That's what I thought. And was then, I believe, uh, La Tech. Does he have a long neck? Can he's we get a, that's, yeah. Well, he might. Robbie, can you check? Does he have I a giraffe so. neck? I mean, he played, he played, in, a long neck I think he played in Houston last season with... Uh, with Mills, so maybe you're just like combining them into <laughs> one quarterback. <laughs> Off-season mascots for Toys R Us. Cliff Kingsbury, gone. Was horrible. Is he still in Thailand or wherever he went on retreat? I think he took a job at USC, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, Cliff, I, that was always a, that was a hire that was confusing to me at the time. Because sure, he's handsome. But Cliff Kingsbury was like never a good college coach, right? Like his Texas Tech teams were never good. He coached, like, Pat Mahomes and Baker Mayfield, and, like, Texas Tech didn't really have much success with Cliff Kingsbury. Parlayed that into the Arizona job. Drafted Kyler, moved off of Josh Rosen, which was the right decision, and it looks like they're set up to possibly do it again. Because without Kyler Murray, I don't see how this team wins football games. This very well could be, like... 0-6, 0-7, 0-8, and, 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 and maybe we don't even see Murray at all this and season. the first commander win. Maybe they just shut him down. The first commander win. Well, you know, only thing that could be is if Colt actually came out and played like Gino. You know, 10-year vet, whatever. He's, he's got to be in the league 10 years. I think it's been longer than 10 fuck? years. Colt McCoy's going to be fresh. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Like, every time we've seen Colt get a chance to play football, he hasn't been good. And I a, love Colt. Was he a Heisman finalist? I would imagine. Those Texas teams Robert are really good. Um, I don't believe he ever won a Heisman, but I'm sure he was in the mix. Former Washington football player. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Same threads. Losing franchises. Yep. Um, so you're going to have Colt McCoy heavily involved. Uh, as far as losses, J.J. Watt hung him up, retired, so no more J.J. Uh, Rodney Hudson was cut or released the center. He's a free agent. He might be retiring as well. Um, Zach Allen, the good defensive lineman, went to Denver. He followed the defensive coordinator there. Or no, I'm sorry. He followed Vance Joseph, who was the, yeah, he was the D.C. in Arizona now. He's in Denver. And DeAndre Hopkins, they just ended up cutting because he wanted out of there and they could not find a trade partner. He is in Tennessee now, which is an odd landing spot for him. So, 
they didn't do much in free agency in the draft. They added Paris Johnson, uh, tackle from Ohio State, the first offensive lineman drafted. Should be good, which is good because the offensive line was a train wreck. But like, I don't, I don't know. I don't see the path to victories for this team. Like, this could be a really, really bad head coach. The current head coach is Jonathan Gannon. He was the defensive coordinator in Philadelphia last season. First year head coach. So you've got that going as well. So you get a job off your shell defense. Yeah, and looking across, looking across the depth chart, it's uh, it's bleak. Uh, the wide receivers could be kind of fun. They got Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, and Greg Dorch, um, but they're not doing. That. That's not like a needle moving wide receiver core. Uh, James Conner is still involved as yeah, a starting running back as well. I, I bet in our fantasy league, he could be gone for three or four dollars. No, I don't think so. Conner is actually a pretty productive fantasy player. He scores a lot of touchdowns. We shall see. <laughs> Predicting three dollars. Three dollars for James for JC, former Pitt. I mean, just being a starting running back, your your value is already over ten dollars. Um, defensively, I, d- I don't think there's any names you're going to recognize, except maybe Buda Baker, and that's Buda. about it. Yeah, playing like your hair is on fire. <clears throat> um, I didn't even bother going through any awards or season leaders for Arizona on my list. Why bother? It's just, I, I kind of like the under four and a half wins for this team. I think it's going to be really, really, really bad. It'd be hard to pull the trigger on an under that level as much as I enjoy an under. Sure. Um, just because you never know. Somebody might have something to play for. I guess. But Pride. definitely uh, underdog in every game they play. I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, and then, also, at the bottom of the division, unless you had any other lingering thoughts about Arizona, no. Los Angeles Rams. Not too far removed from a Super Bowl. Right. They've gotten older. Uh, they've lost some talent that's starting to catch up with them. Last season was particularly brutal with injuries and kind of noticing the lack of draft capital. They had this um, stars and scrubs approach to building the roster, you know, trading for Jalen Ramsey and just it was constantly like Rams trading out picks to get big names and it worked it got him a Super Bowl mm-hmm. but now it's kind of like you're on the other side of it where you don't have the depth in place because you didn't have the draft picks and you don't have when these guys get hurt you don't have the necessary backups behind them to be a functioning NFL team Stafford missed a bunch of time Cooper Cup missed a bunch of time uh, Cam Akers is really bad just like objectively as a running back um, defense was not good with uh, Aaron Donald being kind of the last man standing there. Now we've mentioned Ramsey uh, shipped out now. They traded him to recoup some of those draft assets to Miami. Um, Odell Beckham was here for a minute. He's gone. Leonard Floyd's gone. Bobby Wagner uh, is gone, but he didn't really move the needle much coming from uh, Seattle. He actually went back to Seattle. Uh, Baker Mayfield was involved with this team for a stretch last year. So... So you get two L's from San Francisco. You're gonna, I mean, six and a half. I think the right number. Mm-hmm. I think you can't underestimate Cup and Stafford. Sure. You know, Stafford actually had an entire season and a half, so to speak, to be healthy. To like rest and recuperate. Yeah. So again, I'm not thrilled. Once you get past Cup, um, they have some potential wide receivers. So I think offensively will still be productive enough and, and might, you know, 6-7 wins isn't out of the question. We saw teams like Atlanta eclipse that and, and teams that didn't even really, you know, similarly. I worry about their defense, though. 
because you're not going to win a lot of games unless you can score 28 points. Because your back end can't be great now with Ramsey gone. It is not. You've got Keo Witherspoon, Michael Hochik. Don't know who that is. He's the linebacker. Uh, Darren Kendrick. Kobe Durant. Yeah, there's not a lot of names with uh, household recognition back here for the Rams. Not to say that they're bad. It's just they're going to be giving up a lot of points. And even the names along Aaron Donald up front, it's nobody that you're going to write home about. (laughs) How quickly you go from being on TV every week, Super Bowl, to like, I don't remember really seeing the Rams play many games last year. Right. They don't have a lot of like innate recollection, you know, like, oh, yeah, no, that's a forgotten team. Yeah, kind of, right? I think that happens when you have those interviews. We tuned in when Baker showed up. It's like, okay, let's see this yeah, weird like, fucking this weird. odd thing yeah. that's going to happen. In Thursday night, four yeah, days rest. Got cover and beats the Raiders. Yeah, it was crazy. Fucking stupid. It was great. Josh like, oh, yeah, it's God damn it. It's a little fucking quarterback that asshole. literally studied on the plane. <sighs> Did you watch Anyways. the QB show? I can't. Oh, you just can't? I can't do it. You just can't do it? No, I don't want to see Pat Mahomes being awesome. I, get, I see that all the time. I get it. He's great. He's a nice guy. He's probably a good family man. He's an awesome competitor. But it's funny because, I, you know, I was saying, we always talk about how hard it, it looks to play quarterback in the NFL, how insanely sure. hard it is. When you hear, like, Peyton explain the complexity of playing quarterback, it's compared to the hardest position any sport, singularly, um, they walk you through some of the brain mechanics of calling plays and that kind of thing. So to think that Baker got on a plane and studied and was able to win that game is a real testament to how cruddy your coaching staff. Oh yeah, fucking it should never happen. You, right, because yeah, it's insane. You got it was guys real stupid. You know, like training it was brain, real stupid. You know, because it's so complex. Uh, One of the dumbest things I ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Anyways, yeah. they were an average to bad team across the board as far as DVOA ranks. Uh, total, they were 24th. Draft, again, limited draft capital with all the moves they made. They brought in a guard from TCU, Steve Avila. They also drafted Stetson Bennett, old man from Georgia. Yeah, knocking on doors drunk. What the fuck? Just to hang Bro. out and Bro. party in L.A. with Matt Stafford, a couple Bro. of Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, that, there's some chemistry there. Yeah, Stetson will kick back and have a fucking Miller Lite on the patio with those two. Cooper Cup and Stafford, can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. On the back patio? Of course. Fuck. Yeah, so Stetson's probably jazzed. What a cool thing for him. You get to go from being like the man in Athens, Georgia, to now you just get to hang out in L.A. with Matt Stafford. Good for him. Things, that, things might work out okay yeah, for yeah, Stetson. Did, did he get charged for knocking on that? What, what is it? Is it like drunk and disorderly? It has to be some sort of menacing. I would imagine, but probably not. It's a three-run blast for oh, yeah. the Mariners. The over's home, and I'm on the wrong side of the Twins. Oh, man. Twinkies. Um, I did look at awards and season leaders for the Rams. Cooper Cup, Offensive Player of the Year, plus 3,000. He's done it before. Couldn't we get a better value or place for Comeback Player of the Year? I didn't look at Comeback Player of the Year, but that's a good one. That makes sense, right? That's that why we call it Connected Dots. I'm going to give him an award. Aaron Donald, Defensive Player of the Year. I don't think the defense is going to be good enough for him to win that award. No, I think that's, that's a tall um, order. Stafford to lead the league in passing, plus 2,500. Comes out just tall swinging. order. Don't think he's got the wide receiver talent to do it outside of Cup. And he Cooper will Cup, be behind a lot. Cooper Cup to lead the league in receiving, plus 800. That's doable. He's done it before. Well, they will be behind a lot. 
So some some potential value there. Uh, but overall, I think we're low on the Rams as well. Not a team that's going to be like on our radar or a team that's going to be must-watch. Yeah, no, we won't have anything that says, you know, any exact to having them in the playoffs. Right. Uh, a more interesting team, the Seattle Seahawks. The aforementioned thought they'd be bad and ended up being pretty good. Finished 10th in total DVOA last year. Uh, the same coaching staff is back. A lot of continuity there. Geno's back for another year in the system. Um, prevailing thoughts in the Seahawks last year, I think we touched on it, it was uh, uh, incredibly surprising. And now the expectations are raised. And still full of hate and spite. I, with their back half splits, I'd like to see what they finished the last eight games on. Sure, they did seem to falter a little bit towards the end of the season, if I remember correctly. I mean, nothing takes easy. They threw some of them pretty escape balls. He definitely talented at the wide opposition. Very productive at, at one and two. On the and end. they added Jackson Smith and Jigba in the draft. So now one, two, three. As far as Ohio State. Oh, and now they're Ohio State. They're just littered. Yeah, he's really good. He didn't play college football last season due to injury, and then he was just like, all right, I'm just going to get ready for the draft. Um, but he also had, like, the Rose Bowl record for receiving yards when he did play. Like, he's a super talented wide receiver. They're going to put him in the slot with Lockett and Metcalf and Kenneth Walker. And all of a sudden, you're looking around, and you're like, this is a legit offense. They drafted two tackles last year that both seemed good, so they got their tackles situated. And tight end. Doesn't matter. Some Doesn't jabroni. Matter. Some uh, jabroni. Some long hair. Will Disley. Oh, Noah Fant's out there. Oh, Noah Fant running around. Yeah, I and, love and Noah Fant. Will Disley. Noah so. Fant has to be one of your DraftKings fantasy guys always. DraftKings Noah Fant is always on the cheap cheek. I like Noah Fant. So, just like a really, on paper, like that's an elite offense. Like wide receiver room-wise, that's top But what's Vegas telling us? In the NFL? That's what, what? It was, what did I say, eight and a half, nine and a half? Eight and a half. Yeah, that seems like what they did last year. They well, yeah, like won nine or, games. Yeah, they seem like an eight, eight or nine win team. Things fall your way. You got the big wideouts. I think Gino won't. I think he, there will be a regression. I think he throws for less than four thousand, and I think that matters in that in that division. They also, I should mention, uh, added Devon Witherspoon, corner out of Iowa. He was a top. I think they picked top five or top six from one of the picks they acquired from the Broncos. Uh, in the Russell Wilson trade. Uh, absolutely worked out for them. So they addressed both sides of the ball. They're like, look, we're going to get a little better in our secondary, which is also surprising. The big undoing for this team, I do think, would be on the defensive side of the ball. They don't have a ton of true get-after-the-quarterback type guys, which, as we know in today's NFL, is pretty critical. You want to be able to throw the ball, and you want to be able to get after the passer. So I do think that will be a struggle for them. But overall, I'm bullish on this Seattle team. This feels like it could and be a playoff team. you've never been bullish on Seattle. No, I hate Seattle. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I like what they're doing. Pete Carroll's still kicking around. Oh, fucking Pete Carroll. I just can't understand how old white dudes don't just retire and get somebody else a job. Oh, he's having fun. Uh, out there, buddy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I'm kind of poo pooish. And I, again, I think it's just a hangover from last year. I think I don't like being wrong. Sure. So you have to like double down on it. Yeah. yeah. Larry David Spite. Spite. Hate and Spite combined for, you know, all it's worth. Free agency wise, uh, like I said, they brought back Bobby Wagner. They got Draymond Jones. Oh, from, yeah, probably, from uh, Denver. 
to kind of replace some of the depth they lost in the defensive line with guys like Puna Ford, Outwoods, Quinn Jefferson going elsewhere. Um, they also drafted Zach Charbonnet to back up Kenneth Walker, the running back from UCLA that I kind of like. So there's some depth there because it seems like they always have running backs that get hurt in Seattle. It always feels like they start like four or five different running backs. So um, good to have some depth behind Walker. As far as awards and season leaders, I don't see Geno Smith winning the MVP or leading the league in passing. Kenneth Walker to lead the league in rushing is plus 3,000. There's Michigan probably State. better options out there. Michigan State. DK Metcalf to lead the league in receiving, plus 3,500. Again, I think there's too many other good targets in that offense for DK to lead the league in receiving. He's fun to watch. He's super fun to watch. Uh, I forgot how contested they played in San Francisco. The more I think about what you're saying, as much as I may not want to hear it, I mean, they contestedly play San Francisco physical as fuck. Especially at the wide opposition. They get fucking nasty with those. Coaching and depth chart. Like, look at them. They They got good football players and they got a good coach. That's gonna that's gonna Fuck. count for something. Yeah, I know. Fuck you know. Yeah, sorry. sorry. All right, sorry to talk you off of the Seahawks. Lastly, the San Francisco 49ers, a team that uh, made it to the what NFC Championship game against the Eagles, and then Brock Purdy's arm fell apart. Yeah, they ripped his shoulder off. So let's talk about the quarterback thing with San Francisco. It was Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, it was, it was going to be Trey Lance. They drafted Trey Lance early. They traded up for Trey Lance. He was going to be the guy after sitting behind Jimmy for a season. Like, okay, let's get Trey ready. It's going to be his year. Trey Lance goes down. It's like, okay, good thing we got Jimmy in the bullpen. Let's Jimmy get, goes for the Jimmy out there. Rolls off a bunch of wins. And then Jimmy goes down. Jimmy goes down. Now we're on the last pick of the draft, seventh round. Brock Party. Brock Purdy, the Brocket ship, the Brock star. Um, and was great. He was able to conduct the offense, do what they needed to do, make some big throws at times. They traded for Christian McCaffrey, and this team was looking like Super Bowl contender with the way they play defense. Uh, They had the first-rated defense in terms of DVOA last season, which makes sense. A bunch of savages on that side of the ball. Uh, And then they just get derailed by Brock Purdy's arm falling apart, and then Josh Johnson was involved, and then he was also banged up, and they're trying to see if McCaffrey can throw passes. Um, And it just fell apart. Nothing you could do at that point. No, it was criminal. The Eagles are criminal, you know, in, in every facet. They just really went bananas and snapped a dude's twig, and arguably it's one of the weirdest quarterback injuries. It's a baseball injury, so he's going to come back strong and should be ready to go. Uh, that was the latest report, that he is quarterback one and he is ready to go. That was just the report out of 49ers camp not too long ago. So Darnold, too. Sam Darnold's in the mix now to compete with Trey Lance, which seems like that was a bad pick, it seems like. If Trey Lance can't beat out Brock Purdy or Sam Darnold, that's a problem. I heard a little snippet of Steve Young saying he was talking to Michael Vick and how they felt like they could run down the street and play right now in that offense because of what it gives you. And he said there would never be another Peyton Manning because you're going to need to be able, there's so much space for quarterbacks to run now that, you know, it would be criminal if you don't turn this kid loose to run. Mm -hmm. So I think... They still, Shanahan was still like that complexity of being able to run. I think you get that with obviously. Um, he might like the kid that. Drafted. He might like that in theory, but going into the season, it's 
Purdy's team. They said he's QB one. Yeah, plus plus he puts you in good situations to make you excel. However, I would expect regression. Shanahan likes kind because of what's the sample size? Five games, really? Yeah, it's not much. Five, six games. But that's what Shanahan's kind of looking for in a quarterback. He wants someone to point and shoot. He's like, look, I know the offense. Just run it the way I'm telling you to run it, and we will succeed. Which is kind of what Pete Carroll wanted Russell Wilson to do, and Russell Wilson was like, fuck off, my guy. Let Russ cook, and then Geno steps in and does what? Hey, just run the offense the way we want to, and we'll have success, and that's what happened, and that's kind of what Shanahan does as well. Like, look, I know what's going on. I'm the smartest offensive mind fucking out here, so just listen to what I'm telling you, and this shit... I need you to point and shoot, my guy. Like point and shoot. Where I tell I like you. it. That's that's great analysis. And again, yeah, you know I'll have San Francisco in a lot of my plays. I of course. Love defensive. Of course. Tackling the fundamentals. And again, yeah. situationally. I'm surprised I haven't bet on the 49ers win the Super Bowl. You're not. Yeah, you're not ever going to come away with wagering on San Francisco and come off of it thinking, wow, that was stupid. Yeah. You may lose it. You know, they're not always sure. going to cover. But no. I think we like situationally who's going to be there once you sift through the NFC. And defense travels well. You're looking at Dallas as one of the premier defenses in the NFC. And San Francisco may be the best unit collectively in the NFC. I don't think there's maybe. I think they are. I think the 49ers have the best defense. Dallas would have something to say. Look, that's fair. That's fair. I just like the way they play. sticks out in your mind in the NFC when you think defense is nasty? Off the top of my head, it's probably Philadelphia, San Francisco. I was going to say, where's Philly at? In Dallas, and I think I'm taking the San Francisco defense over over everyone, um, just because of the talent at all three levels. Hey, if they I'm, have a, if a, I'm a groundskeeper, just for the record, all the uh-huh. groundskeepers that listen, I know there's many, sure lots of them, especially since we're so predominantly local here, Cleveland Pittsburgh grounds. We're very prominent. Yeah, among we're, we're the grounds. We support the union. Um, if I get a home game with the Eagles, I'm watering the fuck out of that field. Now that I know that if you water the field, they can't fucking get a sack. Dude, I ain't making that shit fucking slick as fuck. If I have artificial turf, I'm getting WD-40 on that fucking shit. And then they'll be beatable. I hate that shell defense. I dislike it. And I hate their fourth and one. And they brought in Javon Hargrave. Speaking of the Eagles, that was a big free agency signer go along with Nick Bosa, and so you have some interior pass rush as well as Bosa on the outside. You have Fred Warner, who's probably the best linebacker in football. The dude's range is unbelievable. Uh, they got some dudes that looks like Troy Polamalu prowling around out there, which yeah, is always hair. helpful. <laughs> you know, I might have to do another fourteen make the playoffs parlay. I, I like that. I have one that I like, but I may put San Francisco in there um, after this discussion. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. And obviously Shanahan's still there. Uh, D'Amico Ryans is no longer there. He was the defensive coordinator. He took the head coaching job. Would Purdy qualify for comeback player of the year? No. No, I don't think so. And I don't think, yeah, I don't think he would win comeback player of the year because he didn't get hurt until the playoffs anyways. So it's not like he's really rookies that we can cite. For this team, not really. Um, Offensive player of the year, Christian. McCaffrey is plus 1,300. Wow, that seems big. Not a bad pass. You would have to pay a steep price. Yeah, I think the concern is injury, as it always is with running backs, and especially McCaffrey. Who's Thought of him. Actually, for. another player that walked in and just picked the system up. It's like, okay, cool. Run everything. Yeah, got off the plane. It's it. like, yeah. Fuck it, I'm ready. Um, and I remember, that, to look at for I remember McCaffrey was my first overall pick in our fantasy draft last season. Spent $55 on him. was a bargain. I remember there was some consternation, some current, like, oh, he's leaving Carolina. He's going to go into San Francisco. His targets are going to go down, whatever, whatever. He still had, like, 
25% of the target share when Brock Purdy was quarterback. And he did everything. He was oh, he was awesome. Like, oh, like this is going to be bad. McCaffrey in a Shanahan offense? No, I think it's going to be just fine. And he was fucking awesome. So that was a highlight. Of of the year. Year. I don't hate that price at 1300 For offensive player of the year, you mean? Yeah. No, that's that's a good value. Uh, Fred Warner, defensive player of the year, plus 4500 It's incredibly hard for off-ball linebackers. He'd have to have, like, seven interceptions and lead the league in tackling. Um, I don't see that happening. Uh, as far as Chris McCaffrey lead the league in rushing, plus 3,500. Debo Samuel lead the league in receiving, plus 5,000. I think what kind of hurts both those guys is yeah. they're used in the rushing and passing right. game almost interchangeably sometimes. So I don't think either one of them is going to lead the league in those categories. But McCaffrey might lead the league in yards from scrimmage. You can see that. Yeah, and that, that would put 12 wins in your pocket. Yeah. Easy 12. Yeah, for sure. Because you get four... If you just beat the two bottom dwellers. Which they're gonna. I don't see universally losing any of those games. Maybe they lose to the Rams, but it's a weird shootout. And then whoever fucking victim-wise has to travel out there. Sure, and that's another thing. That's a tough travel for teams going all the way out west. All the way to San Francisco and Seattle. Those are two very far YouTube shorts are no San Francisco any justice. There's a lot of weird shit they post. What do you mean? Homelessness, like people with their pants <laughs> down. I guess San Francisco's getting bad. I guess all of California, but... So you're... T- specifically with the societal impacts of what's going on in San Francisco. And the funny thing is, the state of California is immensely wealthy. It's the wealthiest, well-run state in our country. They could solve homelessness if they wanted to. They could. But the bottom line, there's no there's money. A, there's a lot there's of no money in There's a lot of things we could do. There's, there's, no, there's no there's no upside to fucking helping the homeless. Yeah, Bezos, you want to manufacture a couple yeah. houses, my guy? With all this billionaires, Be California, hey, or, just getting billionaires, whoever. Yeah, yeah, like what the fuck. The fuck, be better. Elon's big use conscious consternation. What did you say? Consternation. That was great. A good word, right? Yeah, fuck. Thank That's you. Awesome. Appreciate I appreciate that. That's fifth great. grade vocabulary champion. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. You kept that down on the download. No, we didn't chit chat much about school. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of ripped the shirt off. Let's play some rock band. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. Uh, I was good at vocab. Piss poor at spelling. Still can't spell. Yeah, your your handwriting not too swell. No, it's real bad. But um, but vocabulary, I know some words. I like it. Words, words, words. Ubiquitous. Yeah, absolutely. We flew through that one, huh? Yeah. Well, I think we, you know, kind of hit our rhythm. Yeah, I, I, I kind of realized. Pretty solid episode. I kind of realized I don't have to like read everything on the sheet, you know, that I wrote down. I can just kind of like. Pick the stuff. Yeah, that I think is important. You know, act like I've fucking done this before. Yeah, you killed it. Yeah. It's a good episode. Yeah, I thought so too. Next week, we'll be back. Uh, anything you got going on? Schedule-wise, you should be able to record like normal. Yeah, I don't I don't think we have a concert next week. Um, Hall of Fame guy, who the fuck is it? Somebody downtown. Hmm. I don't know, my memory's going. I'll figure out when I get there. Other than that, no. Just chilling. We're going to start the AFC. I haven't decided which region, but we're starting the AFC next week. We finish the NFC. So I think our plan is to finish through the divisions, and then we should have one week before the week one preview stuff where we can kind of look at everything in totality. 
kind of refresh what we talked about and look at some future comprehensive like overview, yeah, if you will. Yeah, did you go see Barbieheimer or any or? I did not. Ended up just staying in Saturday. I still plan on seeing both the films. Uh, I've heard good things on both of them. You know, my one guy from the poker hall drove to Philadelphia to watch it in the oh, like the IMAX. Yeah, thing. the insane. Yeah, the way it was intended to be. So I guess that was pretty kooky. Yeah, I don't need to do all that. Yeah, I watched the trailer for Barbie. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty upbeat. Yeah. Musicals tend to really oh, yeah. be. I'll end up seeing both of those at, at some point. Yeah, I like to say. Uh, Nolan, Nolan has kind of been on. I don't want to say a cold streak, but I did not. Oh, you care. guys hated Tenet. I did not like Tenet. Yeah, you and Brendan were like, ah, it wasn't. They didn't want to talk. It was not. Like, ah, fuck off. It just what I just didn't think it was a good movie. I didn't like it. I got food poisoning Monday night from KFC. So shout uh, out to KFC. Colonel. Fuck. Fuckers. Yeah. yeah, it was bad news. Go get the Popeye. I don't know what the fuck they did to it. Well, yeah, there's a problem right there. <sighs> I got nothing going on. So we will be back next week talking AFC. Thanks again for listening. Uh, if you like the podcast, tell somebody. If you don't, keep it to yourself. Yeah, keep it to your fucking self. Yeah. If you go to that I'm not out here concert, soliciting negative fucking, opinions. You know, make sure you wear your flannel cut off and represent Youngstown. Has that, has that not happened yet? Is that Saturday night. Saturday night. Down at Ween Park. So it'll set up in the Cavelli parking lot mm-hmm. and come back this way because they need to fill. It's probably like 18000 That's going to be a mess. Yeah. Should be pretty. Steve Miller's who we're going to see. Steve Miller. Yeah. Here you go, Space Cowboy. Yeah, Space Cowboy. They call him Maurice. All right, everyone. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Stay on. Bye.